Welcome to Get Jashed, a conversation series where guests share their stories and how they learn, deal with, practice, screw up, and rise in leadership and communication. I'm your host, Jess Jash, founder and head creator at Jay Lee, where I help impact positive change in high-performance teams. I believe there is more than one way to do leadership and communication, so here we are. If you want to know more about how you or your team can work with me, head to j-lee, that's l-e-i-g-h dot com dot au. In the meantime, I hope you enjoy this week's episode. So if you know me or if you have followed my work enough, you may have noticed or you may have picked up on the fact that there's a lot of processing that goes on in my mind, in my brain, in my little brain hole. And sometimes when I can name a concept, I sit with it for a little bit, not on purpose and not even to the degree of taking specific time out to other than, you know, recording a podcast just like this, but there's a percolation that happens. And for the last little while, for a few weeks at the very least, I have been sitting with this, the, not even the concept, but the, I've been sitting with systems theory, really. And I love that there is this theory, there is this thing in place that says when one thing in a system changes, or effectively says, when one thing in a system changes, everything else in that system must readjust around it. It happens. And I think I really like it because we are almost so used to getting caught up in the whatever we do isn't enough. We don't make a difference. We... Well, let me put it this way. If you have ever thought that whatever you do isn't enough, that you don't make a difference, that all of the hard work you do towards impacting that positive change is all for nothing, is unnoticed, doesn't change anything. System theory says that it is changing. Just one thing needs to change. Just one thing. And I think it's a really useful concept in how we approach leadership. In fact, I believe wholeheartedly that it is a really useful concept in how we, how we approach leadership. Because especially in workplace cultures, remember leadership isn't just workplaces, remembering that and especially in workplace cultures it is so easy to get caught up in the nothing I do matters of it all but what if what if we lean more into this What if we choose to believe that systems theory is there backing us up and 
help let that help us get through the feelings of nothing's changing, nothing's moving, no matter what I do. And more into the recognition of things are changing little by little by little by little until they are a lot. So to explain a little bit further, systems theory in elements like social work or social change is really based on the idea that, you know, our behavior, similar to how our health and well-being and fitness is, right? But behaviors are influenced by a variety of different elements that work together. So there is a system at work, much like our health is a system at work or our stress is a system at work and there are a variety of elements that play a role in that. So in the in the health coaching that I do in the health coaching that I do it explores the not even the concept, the biological proof that there are there is more than one factor at play when it comes to our stress. It's not just stress in terms of what we're eating, like on our body, I mean, or on our being, on our state, on our health. So stress doesn't come just from what we're eating. Um, It doesn't come from uh, whether we're moving our body or not, but it also comes from environment. It also comes from our social element also comes from our work it also comes from how we play it also comes from the climate that we're in right so this is a whole system that informs and that's that's a non-exhaustive list also but this is a whole system that informs the well-being of the whole or the health let's say this is a whole system that informs the health of the whole so we can generally, I, you know, it's fairly accepted that we can see it from that perspective. And then let's move that perspective from there over to what we are doing or how we make a difference. Because all we need is one thing to change for that to impact. So if you are wanting to improve how you lead yourself, how you take care of yourself, how you do what you need to do for you, whether you are in business or you are in the corporate world or in some kind of leadership or want to be in some kind of leadership or want to be able to communicate better, what is one thing? What is one thing that could change? So often there is a trap that we get ourselves caught in and it is very much a a self-sabotaging trap that tells us that in order for something to change, we need to change everything. 
it's like the all or nothing approach, right? In order to make a difference, it has to be huge and it has to be like this big punch in the face wow of it. When really, what is one thing? If you are in leadership and you want to improve the culture of your team, what is one thing? you can start with you don't have to stay there and that's the thing as well I think you know especially when there's external criticism like with businesses as well they see a business doing one thing to try and do better and yes I am fully on board with there being a lot of businesses that need to do more than just one thing in order to do better but you know for the purpose of this example people will see one one, a business doing one thing in order to do better and most of the comments you might see are about yeah but what about this or oh good you've done that but it's not nearly enough it may not be enough but it's a start it's one thing and we keep going this is not about letting accountability slide. This is not about resting on our laurels and not really doing anything with it or going, oh, I did that one thing. That's enough. Especially with social justice issues. However, it all starts with one thing. One, one thing. Where in a non emergency situation it starts there it progresses there change comes from the many little things rather than the big sweeping things or change more often comes from the many little things rather than the big sweeping things which means this is the all-important part because this is really what's underpinning the whole concept that we're talking about here which means when we experience more frequencies of frequencies <laughs> my brain is is braining and suddenly I'm wondering if that's even a real word but sure more frequencies of change when we experience more frequencies of change we have more moments of proof upon which to draw hope, to draw belief that keeps us going because it happens more often because we see it. And we know that each, as long as rather, as long as we know that each of those moments is stepping us towards the change the big change that we want. Because the alternative, not that there's anything wrong with big sweeping changes that happen as long as they're in, in the positive, in the affirmative, in the direction, but the alternative to rejecting, not the alternative, the alternative to allowing the little moments to happen is rejecting them and waiting for only the big moments of change. I want you to just look back, reflect back upon your life right now and tell me 
How many big sudden moments of change can you name? And what is the length of time between them versus the moments of change that maybe felt big in the moment, but you can reflect back and recognize all of the little moments that led up to it. That's what I want want you to come back to. That is what is important. That space of recognizing all that is happening without judging it because it feels too small. Because we recognize that the little things that happen, the one factor that happens in change influences the whole. So the thing here as well, being aware that each different factor may have a different level of influence while holding that and, so holding the both end, holding that and recognize, recognizing or celebrating or letting it be good news when it happens. Letting it be good news. Because we spend so much time, you can see how this all comes into our mindset around things, around how we view things, how we allow ourselves to feel positive or to feel good about things, to feel good about the state of our lives, depending on what's happening. So there's two factors at play here how we recognize the little moments of change and let them be beacons, little lanterns of hope along the path and how we remind ourselves that the work we do or get to do, whether it is in your business or as a leader or for yourself, as you lead yourself, the work you do on yourself, the work you do to learn how to communicate more effectively, communicate better. Every little moment or every moment, whatever size, builds upon that. And that's what I love about this. The more we do this, the more the things around us must adjust. I've long coached clients on how when it comes to their communication and their languaging and how they start to use that, they don't need to go home and tell their people what to do just because they are working on it. They are better off doing it, being it, and noticing over time the shift that takes place in the language that the people around them use. Without prompting, without saying, hey, can you use this language? Without asking for it. 
Sometimes the people around them will ask, what do you mean by that? If they're curious, if they're learners, sometimes they're not, but you'll notice. You will notice that and there is, you'll notice that they shift, they adjust and there is proof. There is proof that the things that you show up for, the things that you commit to, the things that you prioritize leads the change. And I don't know how any other way, how, how else to put it. You will notice and then you will have proof. You probably already do if you reflect back that the more you show up and dedicate to a different way of being for you, a different practice, prioritizing a different standard maybe for yourself, the more it will help shift and change the environment around you. Not because you're controlling, but because you are leading the way. This is leadership. This is... This is true leadership. Because so often we follow the pack of, oh, well, they're doing it, so I, I, I won't bother either, and I'll just do what they're doing. Where instead, you go, actually, I've decided this really matters to me. I'm going to do this. I started some new work this week that has me up consistently at five o'clock every morning, which doesn't sound like a big deal to many people. Um, and in some ways it's not to me, um, partly because I've also been spending the last two years <laughs> getting up at four or four thirty or 5 a.m. several times a month at the very least for calls with my, for Zoom calls with my coach, with my mentors. And, and that feels, that feels okay. <laughs> that's felt very good because that's me deciding to show up. That's me deciding to go, yep, this is important to me and I want to make a difference. And this investment in myself, not even the monetary investment, for sure that too, but this investment in myself me showing up for me in this way sets a it sets a boundary it sets an inarguable decision and standard that says hey this this is the standard I'm setting for myself, that I'm behaving out for myself, this is the standard I'm setting. I show up for me. And it's the same with more of this work that I'm doing because it is in the mornings. So there is a standard being set on what I'm willing to do for myself, for my work, for my mission, and to show up in integrity with how I want to show up as well, which is holy in whatever I'm doing. 
And it also sets a standard on the value I place in my time. My time is so valuable that I'm going to get up even earlier so that I have more of it. And I say this not as a morning person, just so we're clear. My, I'm going to repeat that, my time, my energy, so my time is so valuable that in order to have more of it for myself around other commitments, I am going to make that time and get up early for it. And you know what else it does? It sets a standard for how I spend my time otherwise. Not just in work, but yes, in work, how I value my time and my work. Something that you don't, you know, have to fill your schedule in order to do, but God, it's a good catalyst. (laughs) But it's also how I value my time and energy and how I spend my time and energy because I set this standard. So you can see this pathway that happens when we start to recognize the small changes that impact in big ways impact in limitless, infinite number of ways that we can only begin to start to imagine. And it all matters because everything else must adjust around it. So in having these new or not even new necessarily, but more clearly defined, let's say, standards as I continue or as I choose to, that shifts things around me as well. It makes sure that I have the energy to show up to different clients, to different areas of work with all of my focus there, with my energy in integrity there while I am there, while I am doing what I need to be doing there. Right? This comes from small changes in any way. Small changes of tightening up how you spend your time and energy. Small changes, huge impact. There is so much more coming from this. So. You can hear that I'm still, not even still, I'm just forever pondering this. I'm forever realizing the implications, the far-reaching implications of all of these things. And it is something that honestly excites me. It feels really, really good to me in order to do. So thank you for sharing this with me. Thank you for being in conversation with this with me. It also happens to be my birthday. As this episode comes out, depending on the time zone, um, it is the Sunday that you may be listening to this. Uh, And I love June in itself and I am always looking for different ways to be able to celebrate this space 
while also adding value and offering what I am able to offer in a more accessible way. So with that, a reminder that there is an end of financial year sale or special offer that I've got going on. I have the personal communication toolkit bundle already there, already bundled with three of my favorite online programs that I've delivered, Open Conversations, um, Open Conversations Masterclass Series around nervous system regulation and awareness as we express and communicate for ourselves, Boundaries 101 and Boundaries 102, which are incredible, <laughs> if I do say so myself, incredible, powerful, very, very powerful, very, very impactful courses that help you really build solid, solid, solid foundations in how you lovingly set boundaries in all areas of your life. So that bundle is already bundled at a discounted rate rather than buying each of the three programs separately. And the end of financial year offer is if you buy the personal communication toolkit in the month of June 2022, you receive 22% off the Yoga for Workplace Wellbeing six-week program, which is another one of my online programs that it was the first one I ever created. And I went back and reviewed it and rebranded it when I rebranded to check if there was anything I needed to update. And you know what? I love it exactly as it is. So it's really powerful. It is a whole program. It's not just yoga sessions. There is self, there is reflection and self-awareness and guidance tools around how can, how you can build more empowerment for yourself in your work, in your workplace, so that you feel like less of a victim and more in charge of it. So I will put the link to grab the personal toolkit bundle in the comments or in the show notes. And if you get that before 30 June or by 30 June this year, then you'll get your 22% off discount code to then go ahead and purchase the six-week workplace wellbeing program from there. So I am also very aware that as I was speaking, you could hear several dogs in the background. <laughs> I'm just going to name it because I kept trying to pause and it just wasn't working. So this is life. This is this is what life is. So just take that with you. Take all of those little morsels around how you change in bigger ways than you think you do and let that guide you with hope. Thanks for listening to Get Chashed. If you dig these conversations, please subscribe and share a review. If you want to know more about how you can dive deeper into these topics for yourself, head to j-lee.com.au forward slash courses. You can also follow me on Facebook and YouTube by searching j-leigh and Instagram at j underscore dot leigh to see the full videos of these episodes and keep up to date with what's going on in our world of communication, emotional intelligence and well-being.